Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to This Is Real with your truly Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez Ray. Welcome back, everyone. And who else do we got here today? I'm Todd Holtz. And Tanya Holtz. Yeah. <laughs> come on. I'm excited. It's 2023. Hey, Happy New on. Year, everyone. Is Happy this our New first show year. of the year? No, right? It's not. No. Oh, our second show. Wow. Uh, maybe. We, <laughs> hey, should we? <laughs> I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Wow, man. So I'm excited because, you know, we get to talk uh, about some of the lessons we've learned in 2022, Mm -hmm. um, some of the lessons or maybe not lessons yet because we're in 2023. But what is God saying to y'all for 2023? So I don't know. For me, when I was, you know, when I look back the years, um, I guess because Ruthie had asked me the question and you know a lot of people put like in 2022 and these long drawn out uh, Mm -hmm. things which are really awesome I think those are really awesome and some years I have that but this year I didn't (laughs) you know I was like I don't have that I guess when I think the the word that came to me was consistency Mm -hmm. like when I look back I think you know I'm like well what what is it and I'm like well I, I saw like just how I've remained consistent. I don't really think I, I know a lot of things. I just feel like I've remained consistent to what I believe and not afraid to learn something new while remaining consistent. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't let, because I don't have nothing one season, like, affect me mm-hmm. and push me, well, I got to go hit these other 10 mm-hmm. trees. You know, right. I just stayed on the same tree, you know, and I haven't moved. Mm-hmm. And once that one fell, I go to the next tree, you know, so I don't, I feel like that's the word for me uh, that I, you know, if I was going to put 2022, just really thinking on, I wish people would be more consistent uh, in their life with the Lord. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we move around circumstances or something big happens and all of a sudden the God you believed in and the word you believed in kind of almost like, I don't know if to say it kind of leaves or, (laughs) but it's really still there. You're just Mm -hmm. choosing not to choose. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like season, people change with seasons rather than remaining in his word. Yeah. What about for y'all? Yeah. Amen. I think for me, for especially for 2022, the word for me was obedience. Mm. Um, there were a lot of changes and shifts that happened in my life from, you know, leaving my current job to coming to the church and working uh, full time. And, and one of the things in weighing that, I really could see how oftentimes we and myself, you walk in disobedience and don't even realize Mm -hmm. that you're walking in disobedience. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember when I was like praying to God and trying to make some decisions, I was talking to a friend and you know, I felt like God was saying, count the cost, count the cost. Mm -hmm. And so then I put all of my natural costs down Mm -hmm. on a piece of paper. And so she looked at me and she said, "Um, I don't think those are the costs that God is talking about. Right. Mm. She said the cost that he's talking about is what you're going to lose if you walk in disobedience and don't do what he's asking Mm. you to do. So for me, 2022 was really about um, being obedient. Nice. Mm -hmm. I guess for me, um, 2022 was about submission, dying to self, um, releasing pride. Mm. You know, um, it's been uh, a real humbling, um, a beautiful but humbling uh, deal to go from being senior pastors to being uh, now sitting under someone, yeah, and um, and just uh, finding your worth in in God and not in in position mm-hmm. and stuff. Amen. Um, because so many times we can get caught up in the titles and caught up in 
what we feel like we've accomplished or want to accomplish and want everybody to see us accomplishing that that becomes our identity yeah rather than identity being mm. being a child of god that's good yeah, stuff amen. Yeah. that's good okay stephanie um i don't know if it's necessarily one word um but i would say you know i felt like god was asking me to embrace change i'm very much like a routine person mm. and you know i've been at the church for <laughs> several years probably the longest job i've had (laughs) so even though things are constantly growing and changing and you know shifting and all of that um it was like a larger change for me last year right because i think i don't know if it was last year no year before last got ordained and changed positions and got married and uh stopped Mm. being your assistant which was very new also i'm still not used to it (laughs) (laughs) on a side note the other day we were trying to uh we were trying to do something and i was like i should know these passwords i'm like what happened to my assistant brain (laughs) 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 where'd it go (laughs) but you know just just being okay with change um i remember i was talking to this um i forgot her name but there was this pastor at gateway that was um, I was just seeking advice just on assistant because I was like, hey, I don't even know how to train an assistant. I don't even know how to be an assistant. Like now, you know, I'm moving positions and I would have to like teach someone to do what I do. And one thing that she told me that is kind of like what I stuck with was like, um, as long as the end goal is the same, then how and the method they do to get there mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm. And very much so was mine was like, this is the method we have to do. You know, this yeah. is how I do it. And so it was realizing that like, no matter, um, you know, everyone's gonna do things differently and it doesn't matter how they get there, but as long as you get there to the same goal and you're, you meet together, then I think it, it works out. And so, you know, just applying that to everything, right? Cause I went from having a roommate to moving out to having a husband. All sorts. Of, so there's a lot of change. Well, <laughs> a lot of change. So your word is change. Embrace the change. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so what I'm gonna do is I, I typed out mm-hmm. the words, and so I'm gonna go back and we're gonna dialogue, um, just because you know people hear the word or people hear what y'all said Mm -hmm. but you know in the show we usually have segments right and we talk about like how we overcame it or how did you do that so i want to talk about maybe when we look at the word consistency Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that we probably that y'all do to remain consistent or do you struggle with consistency you get insane like Mm -hmm. i just want to have a real talk on uh, because i'll start it because obviously that was my word um on how i feel or how i think um that has kept me consistent. You know, some of the things I think I've done uh, that's kept me consistent. Cause I just didn't, for me, it wasn't about 2022. It was like 2022 since I got saved. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, this is mm-hmm. this is what I see, you know, at the end of the year it was like, man, how did I get to 2022? You know, mm-hmm. com- because my life was totally different too. Right. But um, so consistency, I think for me, when I think about consistency, um, I obviously I believe in God's viewpoint to be the ultimate truth. Um, so even when I, uh, you know, the enemy's kind of throwing fiery darts at me or I'm thinking to try to remove me from the very thing that I'm doing, I see the viewpoint as end goal where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I, I am really okay with living with open hands, meaning that I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I'm cool. Because I feel like to what Pastor Todd was saying, sometimes we hold things real tight. Yeah. And what I've seen is that when people do that and they get changed, like, hey, we're going to move you from being an assistant to this. If you held this tight, yeah. it would be a lot harder than living like this. And I'm just a child of God, and I've just been maneuvering like that. And I think that's what's kind of helped me not really get 
so bent out of shape or you know it just keeps me consistent because mm -hmm. i'm like okay where am i moving to next what am i doing next okay what i just kind of live day by day i think jesus said it best right our daily bread and so i feel like i live my life and it started probably in the beginning with drugs and all that where people are like hey you know one day one day i love it sweet jesus you know like one day at a time and for me when getting saved i had to live like I don't know, for some of y'all probably not this, but I had to live like a minute at a time. Like I, didn't, I couldn't even think a day. Like I'm thinking like a minute. Okay, I didn't get high, second minute. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so I lived my life that way. And I think that's kept me consistent because when I, even though I had a vision and you know, I, I, I put it there and then I just did what I needed to do mm -hmm. today, I guess, you know, and I think that's really what helped me be a consistent person mm -hmm. because sometimes I feel like when we compare or we look or we, constantly like that it just throws us this way you start yeah. doing things because this person's doing it or because this person's successful I didn't even know what it would be like successful ministry I really didn't like I didn't know any of that stuff maybe that helped me mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I just like I, I never seen something so we're just doing it the way we're doing it mm -hmm. and so that's how I've remained consistent through time is really just focusing on the matter at hand what I have today and where God has me and then being okay with it yeah, and and then it just kind of you know I just got a revelation um, just while you were talking. I think my problem uh, inconsistency has been that I've tried to live a life that honored God rather than following God. Mm. You know, uh, <laughs> well, mm. yeah, so, and and I think we we have to come back to the call that Jesus made. That's really come, good. Person. Come follow me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Amen. And so what happens is we, we meet this Jesus that we know has saved us or died for our sins. Mm. And then we walk away from him trying to live a life consistent with his character. And we have not walked with him long enough to do it. It's really good. And so mm. what we do is we go out and we try to mimic what we saw rather than just walking with him and doing what he says. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For uh, taught. That's yeah, the, yeah, the beauty yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's almost like we're we're almost disrespecting Jesus in a sense, right? Because they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna be Greg Rochelle," you yeah, know. But it's yeah. like Greg Rochelle, Jesus, is like Greg yeah. Rochelle, I yeah. like you, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're right. awesome, you. So yeah. I, I think that's really good. Yeah, just walking with him instead of just trying just trying to honor him, honor him by walking with him. Yeah, you know, just wake up day to day and just say, God, where where are we going? It's so good. Right. You know, where are we going? Right. What are we doing today? That's, and I think, really too, good. just in what you're saying, I think it's that that difference between us looking at him as Savior and us looking him, at him as Lord. Because mm. if he L. is Lord of our life mm. and we're submitting to that lordship, then we are going to find our consistency in him. Because mm. I think for me, my consistency, um, the the when I do it well and when I do it not so well, it all goes back to the habits that I have That's and really building better habits. You know, is God my habit? Is prayer my habit? Is reading his word my habit? Because then if those are my habits, then I'm going to stick close to him and I'm going to be consistent in him. Mm -hmm. But if my habit is I'm scrolling on Instagram all the time and I'm looking at Facebook all the time and I'm, <laughs> then that's again, like you were saying, uh, pastor then that's my eyes aren't focused on him i'm focused on somebody else's perceived success or what i feel like they're doing or what they're good at mm. but at the end of the day his the only way i can find out what his plans are is in his presence yeah so I'm, if i'm outside of his presence 
it's a guarantee I'm going to be inconsistent. If yeah. I'm in his presence, then I'm going to get his plan. It's really yeah. good. How do you stay consistent? Um, so or do you battle like, um, kind of like what you s- opposite of what you said a little bit so instead of like minute by minute I feel like finding the real motivation behind the why you're doing something so sure. whenever you you know you mention that I think of like the last time I felt like which I'm still doing but you know God asked me to be here and so along the years of that obviously you know a thousand things come to mind of it's like oh well you know obviously y'all know i was a chef before so it's like oh you could be doing this or you could be doing that or why don't you just do this or that and it's like if i if my motivation was just set on god asked me to do this and so that is what allows me to remain consistent because i already Mm -hmm. know what he's asked me to do and so the other things that may come to distract or to you know compare or you know persuade you on different things then it doesn't really matter because I'm motivated by what God told me. So it's kind of just like that encouragement that keeps you consistent because I I would say like consistency isn't always um, the most fun thing, right? Um, But in the consistency, like I feel like you just learn and grow so much because even just as showing up you just every single day you see something new you learn something new um whether that's you being consistent in the gym or whether it's be you consistent you know in your meals or with god like you can read the same say you just wanted to be consistent with you know reading his word you, you can read the same chapter every single day and read it consistently 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 you're going to continue to grow and you're going to continue to see things and god's going to reveal things to you um just because of like you said your obedience and remaining that way so the motivation behind why you're choosing to be consistent in something to me is kind of like what yeah. keeps you there in he, that lane can, can i i wanted to mention something the consistency is not about a consistent path of walk yeah versus then versus a consistent character mm-hmm. god godly character you know galatians 5 and 22 because sometimes we hear stuff from god that we know we heard from god and then we set all of our plans on what we heard from god but because we're not walking with him we we're not listening to him for when what he said changes sure because if you if you think about abraham Abraham heard God say, go sacrifice your son Isaac. Mm-hmm. Totally. Heard him. And he set out to do that. But if he had not been listening, he would have sacrificed his son on the altar of what he heard yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And so that, that intimate relationship with God where you're constantly not just constantly going to do and trying to perform some get some tasks done but saying okay god what are you saying to me right now in this moment and having my ear open to him and having my heart receptive to changing direction if he tells me to change you know i believe i know i know that tanya and i heard you know uh 17 years ago uh to start a church i know that but i also know the two years ago, when when you gave me a call, yeah. he said, "Come here." Yeah. And so and so, if I'm if I'm if I'm not listening to God, then I'll sacrifice mm-hmm. my destiny on on something that I heard seventeen years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Amen. Totally. Amen. That's really good. Yeah. Because yeah. I think even too, when we look at prayer, a lot of times we we look at our prayers as this 
divine to-do list that we're going to mm-hmm. take to mm-hmm. God and we're going to say, I want you to do this, I want you to do this, I want mm-hmm. you to do this. And in prayer, we should really be going into the presence of God to hear, God, what is your agenda for my life? What do you want me to do so we can line up with his will? Yeah. And to me, when All we do long. that, then that consistency to what everybody is saying, then that consistency is going to come because it's not going to be a consistent see in this checklist that I'm following, but it's going to be a consistency in this relationship that I have with my Heavenly Father. I I don't know, because, you know, when we see, um, let me see, I have it here, the scripture where it says, I pray that God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, will give us, give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. I think a lot of times uh, to your prayer thing, you know, we go like with this list of give me these things. And prayer is really about a heart change like I feel like it's it's heaven and earth it's you dialoguing communing mm-hmm. and uh, you know as I was I think the first night we talked about uh, in prayer like hey uh, I, and I just told somebody this a few minutes ago I was like sometimes we go to God and we're just constantly complaining mm-hmm. and we think we're praying mm-hmm. but you know complaining and praying are two different things mm-hmm. because when I'm pr- when I'm complaining it's just like la 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 change it and then I walk away <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. like cha- make sure you change that because you just heard me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it, it ain't about hearing me it's about hearing him mm-hmm. right and if I'm praying according to his will because when I love you my prayer and we've probably all done it where we pray at a person or like we say we're praying for you but we're like really like change them so my life could be better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the reality is when i'm praying i'm praying according to god's will i am exchanging because there's that cross part uh heaven and earth right i'm saying hey god man i'm feeling like this like this and then i'm i'm quiet to hear him and i'm accepting that and becoming one with that new truth and i'm that's nourishing my prayer life you know like lord i uh, you say that none should perish. I don't. I don't want my marriage to perish. Like you get what I'm saying. Like there's mm-hmm. just th- that Bible. That's the importance of the Bible, the mm-hmm. foundation of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah. like you know, because God might do it differently, but it should always line up with that Bible, yeah. with the Word. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, because some of us we think we got to walk around the thing and shout so everything can fall. That Most don't happen definitely. like that all the time. Most definitely. It might happen different. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't even think I don't even think prayer is about changing outside circumstances. It's about turning internal. Inside. Totally. Yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. Okay, the next word. Next word. Let's go to the next word. Uh, obedience. Mm. Okay, so who was so obedient? I was obedient. Uh, obedience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, because you, you said something. Uh, I'm just going to poke a little. You said something like to the extent where you said, hey, I'm... Uh, if I'm right, you said, man, I was disobedient for such a long time. What kept, I mean, what made you obedient? You know, what made you obedient? Because you walk with the Lord, which I think is really good to hear also these things because, Pastor Todd, your character has always been a high quality, like honoring God and all that. But we see how maybe through the lens we see how sometimes the enemy deceives in certain mm-hmm. parts. Like it doesn't, nobody's ever saying, oh, this person's evil. So same thing I say for you. Here you right. are, a woman of God, love the Lord, character strat, but you're disobedient. Right. I think we all can say we've been that at some time for something, mm-hmm. depending on how big that mountain is sometimes, right? right. Yeah. So I'd like to know in your words, kind of like. Right. I think. Um, it's interesting because this week we've been... Uh, Hold on. Yes. We're going to go to commercial break. We'll be right back. They're giving me the, the hey, commercial break. <laughs> so we're going to commercial break. We're going to hear... You need to hear this one about Stick obedience. Stick around for we'll Pastor right <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Wow. <laughs> I think communications had a moment. Wow. <laughs> had a moment. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, he was trying to figure out was they at fault. He was trying to blame. He, should, he did the blame thing. I saw it. But hey, you know what? We're, we're just going to let it ride. We ain't going to wow. bring it up. You know, I missed it, so I'm glad. It's 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Being that we have the director. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like, look, we didn't hear nothing. All right, so oh, you're wow. talking about obedience. Yes, yes. So I think that it's it's interesting because a lot of times when we use the word disobedience, we're like, okay, you're a liar, you're a murderer, mm, yeah, you're a, it's always something that is just out there, but disobedience is when you don't do what God is asking you to do. Sure. And so, so we're probably disobedient a lot. Exactly. More, more than we think. More than, <laughs> and even more than we would like to admit, because yeah. who wants to walk around and say, I heard the Lord say this, or I felt like it was the Holy Spirit, but I made a different decision. Yeah. We don't normally say that and yeah. so I think that it's in this sometimes in the small things where we feel like God is saying to do something and we're just like oh well I'm just gonna do something different you know I know he's not gonna strike me down I know he's not going to yeah, you know yeah, but yeah, we don't yeah. realize that our in our disobedience we're standing in the way of where he really wants to take us and grow us it's really good. and so like for me looking at it you know i felt like where i was he told me to leave you know probably two or three years ago mm -hmm. but it was in my comfortableness it was in my you know lack of trust of him taking care of me you know there are a lot of times where we don't want to say that but at the end of the day that's really what it is mm -hmm. and not until we step out and say okay god whatever your will is that's what i'll do then that's when he can start to move like only he can yeah mm. i think of like <laughs> i'm like well, <laughs> when i think of obedience i think obviously we're speaking about being obedient to god and obedient to his word um but i think if any of us were honest it's not a an issue with obedience because what really happens is that you're obedient to the lie of what the enemy's telling you. Mm. You know, you're saying, okay, well, you, and so you, you've been submit to that, submitted to that idea that, you know, God can't provide for you. God, you know, won't restore or God won't heal. And so you're obeying that lie versus obeying the truth that God's giving you. And then you live out your whole life that way instead of changing your obedience to the one who is, you know, true and remains like forever then i think it's like that realization that you don't really struggle with obedience you just struggle with obe being obedient to the truth but i mm. think too also even to what you're saying good dialogue right it here. is there's a um uh the book by john bevere good or good god, god. Yeah, good or god and even in that you know, I think a lot of us feel like we're probably walking in obedience right, because mean. we're doing things mm -hmm. that appear to be good, mm -hmm. even though at the end of the day, it's not God. Right. It's, yeah. a, it's a, a, an appearance of good just mm -hmm. because the world says it's all right. right. So right. we may be feeding the poor. We may be, you know, serving the homeless. We may be going to the prisons and doing mm -hmm. pr prison ministry. But, you know, the word even says that, you know, that that. Christ said, you know, people will say, Lord, Lord, you know, when they get to that gate of heaven mm -hmm. and then God's going to say, depart from me. I know you not, even yeah. though you did do these yeah. things in my name, you still weren't submitted to me. Yeah. Even something as simple as like when we talk, um, like in our growth path and to people who are serving and things like that to where it's like, you know, um, if you know, some people serve 24 seven, right? They're at every single volunteer opportunity and all that kind of thing. But it's like, if God didn't ask you to do that, 
yes, you're doing something good, but are you being obedient to him telling you to like take care of your home or you know go spend time right. with your wife or all of that? So it is you know in line with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think obedience is also about the motive in which you do it. Yeah, because sometimes you can be doing what God asks you to do, but if you do it with the wrong heart, if you do it grudgingly, yeah. And you know, my, I'm obedient to pay my tithes, but if I pay them in the, with the wrong motive and mm-hmm. the wrong mindset, then it doesn't profit me anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just have to be very careful that we're not, because some of us get into this religious thing where it's about, yeah, well, I did this, I did it because I want to be able to check it off and tell you I yeah. did it. Yeah. Rather than being truly submitted to God and saying, God, I want to know. I want to know you. I want to honor you. I want to love yeah. you. Yeah. And 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 through that, your motive has to be right, even in your obedience. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. so, something I guess I've learned also in obedience is that I, I, I guess in my own personal life, you know, the the scripture comes Proverbs three five, uh, four five and six, right? Where trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, the back end of that is don't lean on your own understanding. And when God speaks, we don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we le- usually lean on. I mean, He wouldn't have it there mm-hmm. if it, if we didn't do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always tell people it's in the Bible because we do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's, he's telling us, hey, if when we lean on what we understand, we're really not going to acknowledge Him in His ways. We're going to go off of what we think, and usually mm-hmm. that's definitely wrong. There's a way that seems right unto a man, man, but the yes. end thereof is Now, in, in my obedience uh, during ministry, I feel like I've been obedient, and I've heard people go during the time, like let's say when we first did the whole Dream uh, Center thing and we right. started, right? And then there were people like, well, it didn't work. And uh, later it did. You understand? Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't look like it worked here, mm-hmm. almost everything I've done was leading me to something else. And in the midst of it looking like it didn't work, mm-hmm. it did work. I just saw it years later. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we confuse. We go like, oh, that dude's, oh, yeah, you must have not heard from the Lord. Because that's what I learned with the Dream Center and all mm-hmm. that. You know, it actually turned out really, really good a few mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it's people were basically telling me, are you sure you heard? You know, this didn't work out. You know, that didn't work out. And I'm like thinking Same like, Same way Man. with the church, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, but couple years later I found out that this worked and connected to this and the reason this didn't work is because it connected me to this and so sometimes in our obedience to God uh, you gotta block out the noise because mm-hmm. sometimes people will tell you that maybe you weren't obedient but yeah. you know you were obedient mm-hmm. but you might not understand yet so be having that certainty because mm-hmm. God turns everything around for good so that's even, what I was about even to say Romans 8 and 28 thought, all things are working together yes. for our good so sometimes when we feel like oh Right, like look at Abraham, he done sold his wife, right? All the brothers would have been like, what, dude? Mm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. what are you doing, father of faith? Mm-hmm. You ain't father of faith, we would have took the title away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yet, we still call him today the father of faith, and he still did incredible things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, sometimes I'm telling you, we, we so caught up on looking like maybe what it looked like for 2022 for somebody, or this month for somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we give that person an identity based on that Mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. Right. and then all of a sudden like if they they all up there now Abraham and I don't know if they're mm-hmm. up there talking but he like who the father of faith now you know what I'm saying <laughs> like because like, like, we would have probably ripped them apart we based it on one mm-hmm. chapter versus the book right. yes mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. so uh, what do you think oh yeah next. you, you said next one submission yeah. and pride This that's what you were talking about submission yeah. right yeah. alright talk to us 
Right. What are some of the things you, you learned, like, you know? Well, I, I'll share what I shared in devotion to earlier today um, without getting into real details, but... We're like, tell it, tell <laughs> it. I had, a, I had a moment last night um, where um, I have gotten, you know, the Bible says be very careful that you don't think more highly of yourself than mm-hmm. you ought, Right. It didn't tell you to don't think highly of yourself, but don't place yourself, don't make yourself your own God, right? Totally. And so I'm, I'm in this moment where I look back over my life. I got in the car last night and I repented to Tanya and to people that I've been connected with because I realized what you, what you told me. So let me go on and throw that out there. <laughs> um, the perspective that you, that you look at life through uh, often shapes how you deal with other people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have been, I felt like I had been put down so much mm. in my childhood, um, my name being Todd and dealing with learning disabilities. I used to get teased and said, what are you, th- uh, uh, what are you, retarded? You yeah, know, yeah. That would be the joke, right? And, um, you know, teachers who said horrible things, even my dad saying things to me that, and so all my life, I processed that as I wanted to do to make everybody see that I was smart, Mm. right? And so what it turned out to be was now when I looked at other people, I started judging them for their imperfections just like people judged me. Mm. That's deep. And, um, and because judging you made me feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the pride comes in where when God shows you that that spiritual booger on your, on your nose yeah. that you didn't see, um, are you going to let it, let it stay there or are you going to take some tissue and get it off? Yeah. Some, some, some <laughs> biblical <laughs> tissue. Yeah, there's a whole lot of booger talk going on right now. But and so, so we do. And so, so with that, that pride, conquering that pride, realizing that um, I am valued and, and reshaping that mindset that doesn't matter what people said about you. It's dope. Um, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter how you felt about yourself. That we have to replace the thoughts that we have, and consciously meditate. I, I was reading in, in, in Psalms one. Psalms one said uh, talks about and verse two says uh, that blesses the man or. Psalms 1 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Uh, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate. And that word meditate, I looked that up today. It tripped me out. It means, it is the word hega, which means to growl like a dog, to intensely look at, and to absorb, muse, to absorb the mm. thought of it. Mm. And, and I felt like the guy was saying, Regardless of what you think of yourself, you got to get to the place where you start absorbing what I think of you. Amen. Amen. And you have to start. You have to start meditating, even when the thoughts come from your past that bring up every time somebody puts you down, every time somebody talked about you, every time you remember you stuttering, every time you remembering you messing up, everything that you failed in. 
you have to say to yourself, I am God's son. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Can't wait to keep talking about this. You are back by popular demand. Mm-hmm. Pastor Todd, that was that was that was deep, mm-hmm. yet so profound. And and I hope everybody's catching, because I think a lot of times you know you could spend you could read the word. You, I mean, you look at Pharisees, you look at all these people. You can you can do a lot of those things. The moment you start changing is when you start doing what Pastor Todd just talked about. It's really at the end of the day when you actually stop to kind of see where you see from because everything we've we've every environment every everything that's happened in our lives because if we believe i always tell people this if we believe that if you spend time with jesus you become like who like jesus so for us to say well no because we did i ain't gonna be like this i ain't gonna be like for us to say that anything in our life would not have an impact on our vision would be a lie because mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. then spending time with Jesus wouldn't make you like mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we, we, that's the first thing I feel like is, is really good for people to do is really to like stop for a moment and really see what lens they're seeing from. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you made the statement in the break. You, 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 talked about, um, you talked about you coming into my office and us having that conversation. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is that, that how that ties in, pride ties into submission thing is if I was not submitted here yeah um, then I probably wouldn't have had that moment where yeah. I, I got I got uh, corrected or even that's really good the, you know the thought and and, and so many of us we want to mm-hmm. live this life by ourselves and don't realize that is what you're connected to and who you're connected to that God uses to sharpen you and to you know and when when I when you walked out of my office I was Pissed off with you. I am be honest with you. I love you. I love you. I went. I went home. I went home. I told you. I said I dare him coming my office telling me what perspective. But two weeks later, here I am, and I'm crying and weeping and and thankful. It was funny because he was talking to me about it, and he didn't tell me what was said. But then in my response to him, I used the word perspective. And he just was like, "Oh God! All right, <laughs> okay." Because he didn't even—he yeah. was just—it was almost like a confirmation from God. Like, wow. okay, you use the exact same word. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you're like, no, I'm in you. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty oh, much. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Christian. He's like, hey, you seen this perspective? He's like, stop it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anybody chime in on that? What do you, What do you think? What do you think? So it's it's interesting because I um, love I love the submission part by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Really and cool. I and something else while he was uh speaking and something that he said in devotional that I just loved um when he was talking about last night he said um I'm going to say it's life altering. He said but the only way that I can say it's life changing is based on my response. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a hallelujah. Let's give them both. Let, let's. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't know we had the hallelujah. Hey, listen. I, mean, I didn't know about the hallelujah. Hey, that's new. 2023. <laughs> oh, wow. And so to me, that that just 
was life changing for me because it is so true even when you look at submission because submission is really dying to yourself and dying to your flesh daily Mm -hmm. and making those changes and being intentional so it's about action so we can all we can all hear and have the same information but how are we going to apply it in our life Mm. That's the only way that it's going to be really life changing is how we respond and how our life changes as a result. That's, that's what that's what's the really big for me in these last two years. Uh, I've had the logos for a long time, mm-hmm. the thoughts of God, yeah. But I, I, I'm this these last couple of years the rhema. Wow, you, you know the mm-hmm. like like how do I apply that? Mm-hmm. How do I, how do I live that out? And I think that that's that in my study of Acts over the last couple of weeks. It's been amazing because I think Paul had one message, but it had two two um, two lanes. Uh, lanes that it was going to. The first lane it was going to was it went to the people who were without Christ, uh, Christ crucified, dead, buried, ris- risen yeah. from the dead, yeah. uh, be saved, you know, repent and be saved. But then he had another one while he was in prison and he was preaching in all these different places. He was writing books to the church and telling them how how now to take what you have received and now how to live it mm, and a lot of us have have this message of christ crucified dead and buried but what we don't have is how do you take that now and appropriate it by living amongst people mm-hmm. and living that faith out it's good stuff amen amen um i don't know i feel like submission and, and pride is kind of like easier to it's easier to submit when you trust what who and what you're submitting to Right, and so I feel like um, people obviously hear the word submission, and sometimes they think of it like in a bad light, or you know, the whole husband wives, and so then the husbands abuse that or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I feel like whenever you trust the source of uh, to what you're submitting to and to who you're submitting to, it's kind of like easy. I don't know. It's kind of like default because you're like, man, this person or you know, God has me and they're gonna he's gonna provide you know greater than what i could he's gonna lead me in a different place they just know better right so it's kind of like um i don't know you just take a back seat to anything that you can think of yeah because you have so much trust in like who god is that it's I mean, who doesn't like to be told or be taken care of and said, hey, you know, don't worry about anything. You know, I'm going to plan this whole weekend and blah, blah, blah. And so then they go and they, you know, do this whole extravagant thing. I feel like that's how much trust you have in God that he's going to like show us new things. He's going to teach us. He's going to help us grow. He's going to like uh, prune us, all these things. So to me, it's kind of like the more the greater trust you have sure. in the lord then the easier it is to submit and so yeah that's just what i think of yeah and we trust i mean we trust pilots bartenders uber yeah. drivers you know we don't even know mm-hmm. them. you just get in and fly mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i i i'm gonna give the the flip because i i know that you and i in, in our conversations and in us building a relationship i i knew you were mad that day and um just for the people nah, I was pissed. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I i knew it and um um you know i knew yeah. you were upset yeah. um you know i think also from the flip side because if somebody's trusting you you know i, I just want to talk from the other side um because a lot of times we're talking about the one submitting right but when we submit to god i feel like when a person submits like this somebody says submits to you 
um, it's just as important to allow the person to feel how they're feeling, mm-hmm. even when they're submitting, right? Because if I would have been like, man, you, and just got into mm-hmm. like a heated debate with you rather than going, hey, just, you know, pray about it. Just, just do mm-hmm. your thing. Mm-hmm. Because I know you have a relationship. I feel like the submission part gets less trusting. You get insane because when you walk away, if I we just would have started cussing each other out, yeah. wouldn't have been good. Yeah. So it's it's just as important for the person that you know because you have people submitting to you, right? Everybody mm-hmm. has somebody submitted to somebody. That if you're the one listening, you you better make sure that you're submitted unto the Lord at that moment right. because mm-hmm. it might offend Amen. you. Might get offended and and miss your moment, mm-hmm. like miss your moment to really speak life into another mm-hmm. person. I think that's just as important. And that's love, too, because the truth of the matter is that one of the things, even though I walked out of the room a little upset, um, I know that you love me. Yes, sir. And um, and so love doesn't always show itself with through... Hippie love. Hippie love. <laughs> it shows itself through, hey, you jacked up right now, bro. You need to check mm-hmm. yourself. And until we, you know we develop this thick skin, spiritual skin that we're able to, you know, take a take a whooping. Yeah. And still and still grow from it. Amen. Mm. Yeah. We, we 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 Christianity has become so weak now. Yeah. Everybody yeah. get offended for Yeah, everybody yeah. getting offended and then mm-hmm. then that's why we have so many of these denominations. Everybody you got offended and so you go and start another denomination or you start another Bible mm. study and we got mm-hmm. churches on every corner. It's because we don't we don't know how to literally take uh, love and and move forward. Yeah. I think even in what you're saying, you know, the Bible says that God chastens those He mm-hmm. loves. Yeah. And so, absolutely. You know, if we get to that revelation and understanding, like Pastor Stephanie was saying, then it is easier to submit mm-hmm. because whatever is happening then I know that if it's something that I can see with my natural eyes and I don't like, I still know God is working behind the scenes because he loves me. Mm -hmm. That's good. All right, we got a few minutes to uh, hit the last one. Embracing change. (laughs) Come on, embracing change. Um, um, How do you embrace it for a person that doesn't like it? Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's a a good question, right? Because somebody out there is going through change, going, I don't like it either. But the fact is that life is in cycles. Like, there is change Mm -hmm. happening all around us all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it just goes back to, um, you know, knowing who God is. Because I think when people struggle, you know, whenever I struggle with change, I think it's something that you are actually struggling with wanting to control, right? So you're controlling an output or, you know, a decision or a way of life or a relationship. And so in order for things to be different, they have to change. And so, I don't know, I read something a while back where it was like, um, like, let God surprise you. And to me, that was like the hugest like thing because so many times you try to plan things out or, you know, uh, just have like a path of you know step by step okay this is what we're gonna do this is how it's gonna go and so anytime something changes whether it's good or bad you receive it in a negative way because you wanted that control of this is how it was supposed to go and mm. but whenever you focus on your relationship with God and realize that man he's got like 
you know, a thousand times better plan than what I can come yeah. up with. Incalculable. You know what I mean? <laughs> Immeasurable. Immeasurable. You know, whenever you just rely on that and you shift your focus to controlling and what you would like to see um, and just shift your focus to God and how, you know, he his plans are greater and allowing him to surprise you, I think it's more of like a better road that you live your life on. Yeah. Um, because you just trust that he's got awesome plans for you. And so to me, that that's what it was about. It's like, okay, as long as I'm, you know, in the path of submission, you know, submitting to the Lord, um, being obedient to what he's asking me to do, then if things change a thousand times over, it's going to be for the good anyways. And so it's going to be better than what I could have planned. It's going to be better than what I could have imagined. It's maybe it's ugly right now, but it's going to get better. Like all of those things come to mind. And those are the things that, um, I guess, consume your thoughts versus like, oh, it should have been like this or why didn't it this or all of that kind of thing. So embracing the change is just really fun. And I think um, in the past year, just seeing a lot of um, with the changes that have happened, seeing everyone like not only myself, but like everyone around me grow and change, mm. too, is just been really fun. You know, like mm-hmm. I love seeing that to me, seeing new leaders rise up and to see like different people take on hard tasks or new roles. It's just been really exciting. Yeah. So Amen. that part of embracing it is like, oh, man, like this is different. And just knowing where God has called you to what he's asking of you to do. Um, then it wouldn't matter what other people say, right? Because, I mean, there's all the changes that I, you know, shared from last year. Like, there's a thousand things that I could focus on of, like, oh, well, if I compare myself here or what are people going to say there or whatever. It's like, man, I'm going the course that God has called me to be. And so um, if it looks differently to other people, then, you know, that's just their thing. And I'm going to rely on, you know, the journey that God's put me on. So It's really good. Amen. Anybody got anything to say? You got 40 minutes on uh, seconds. Oh, seconds. 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 Well, I was just oh, going to yeah. say that there's something that yourself. says the only thing constant is change. Yeah. But we know that our God is unchanging. Yeah, yeah. So Proverbs 16 and 9 says we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Mm-hmm. So it's like. He's not saying don't plan, but he's saying at the end of the day, hang on to the purpose that I have for you. Yeah, good stuff. Mm -hmm. In the words of David Vestal, healthy things grow, growing growing things change. Change Change brings brings challenges, challenges challenges give you an opportunity opportunity to trust in God. There it is. (laughs) I just think, yeah, man, you're going to be forever changing, you know, forever. And so thank you so much for tuning into the radio show today. And that's from This Is Real. And I'm Stephanie Rave, and we're so glad you joined us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and turn on your notification bell so you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities 51 state and county jails and prisons and what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them we're bringing them some laughter fire. and some good times and some fire Amen. and so uh for that we need some partners so if you want to partner with us please click on the link below and don't forget to follow us on social media hashtag this is real or on any other platforms pastor juan martinez hey that's a wrap peace